get into this, everybody's expectations are going to be different. And that's the one thing too, is like we gotta make sure, like I was at a seminar today, and I'm like, what's success? All 15 people or whatever define success differently. To me, it's making decisions as often as possible on my own terms. Um, for another person, it was to be able to live on water. For another person, it was to have more time with my kids. Like, what is success? Like, what are we looking to get out of the next 30 days? Somebody. Weight loss. Weight loss, how much? That's so big. <laughs> a pound. Are you happy at the end of the month? Yeah. Yeah. One pound down, you're happy at the end of the month. You're going to pay me $149 next month. Are you sure? Maybe six pounds, maybe ten pounds. Okay, what if I told you to be 12 pounds down at the end of the year and you then kept it off? Happy. Yeah. Ooh, but that's, that's one pound a month. So now we're getting into some. So, not only is it expectations. You're not talking months, you're talking years. I'm talking everything. <laughs> this comes down to time, okay? So, expectations, then we got to match it with time. Because that's the other part, too. Somebody can say, I want to lose 12 pounds, and they lose it in three months, or they lose it in six, or they can lose it in 12 based on what their effort is. But who's happy? Who's happy if it takes six months? Who's happy if it takes 12 months? But hands up. The, the people who just raised their hands, because that's what I want to see. No, no, no. But those are, that's what you need to see. Leslie, who's been here for three, four years. Shirley, three, four years. Christina, three, four years. The people who are in it, who have put the long-lasting effort in, the people who have gone through the highs and lows and up and down. Marcy, you would probably say that too, I would think, at this point. Yeah. It's the people that have gone through the struggle that realize, oh, it's not about 30 days. It's about the rest of my life. It's about being able to pick up something when it drops and not having to think like, do I have to go wide legs this time? Do I have to put my hand on my knee? Do I go down to one knee? Like, how do I figure out this operation? All right? It's about being able to pick up your kids. It's about being able to keep up with your husband who has longer legs than you, like Kelly Hanley, and her husband is six foot five and she's four foot five. All right? There's so many reasons and definitions and outcomes to success. So like, you guys have to figure out what yours is. Because when we get into this, this is where I wanted to make sure we got. So expectations should equal your effort, which should equal your consistency. And God willing, except for poor Christina, equals the outcome. Now, this, I will put a disclaimer. Menopause does not apply. Hormones do not apply. And unique situations. Do not apply. All right? So you guys have a little bit different stuff going on, and there's not always a predictable outcome with you. All right? So your efforts should equal you on the outcome. Your consistency should equal out the outcome. Your expectations, in order for it to get from here to here, means these two things. And these two things, hey, Google, how do you spell discipline? <laughs> so you go here, and this is where you get into discipline. So you've got to look at this situation of like, you either on week one and two are going to set up like an early foundation to what is going to be a diet for the rest of your life, and you're going to be okay with a pound a week or whatever your outcome ends up being. And there's some of you that are going to follow it to a T, to every single meal, every single ounce, every single measurement we put on there, and then in four weeks, in 31 days, when this is done after your measurements, you don't know how to maintain it because you never learn how to eat. Okay. So you need to use the outline and you need to start trying to find the foods that you like. You need to add the seven rules for the week. You need to pick the four, five, six that are going to apply most to you. And that's how you need to go about this. Now, 
if you want to win a challenge, if you want to win the money, if you want to win whatever, like, power to you. Like, go for it. I'm extremely competitive. I really try never to enter anything I know I can't win or do very, very well at. So, and if not, I practice it in the shadows until I can kick ass at it and then I come out and whatever. So I'm competitive, I get it. So some of you want to push that pedal to the metal a little more, that's awesome. But for the majority of you, if you want to be healthy in three months, if you want to still be healthy in six months, 12 months, take what we say today, apply the foods you like, apply the areas that are non-negotiable for you, like maybe a Saturday night is a date night and it's not written on the plan as a date night or a cheat meal, have your date night or cheat meal if that's what's going to keep you happy and that's what's going to be that success or that expectation, all right? So meet all those different things with what you are trying to get out of this whole thing. Am I kind of clear on that? Cool. Do we have robots that have to follow a diet perfectly? And just raise your hand. If you are one of those people that has to follow it to a, a letter, I know there is, yeah. That's not me. But I still have to know. Did it turn off? No, somebody's calling. Oh. So the whole thing, guys, is like we put those plans out there so you do have a map to follow. You need to know where you're going, but you also can course correct. When a light changes or when your ways is going and you miss a turn or you whatever, what does it tell you? Rerouting. Recalculating. That's it, guys. We're going a step forward, a half a step back. Two steps forward, a half a step back. We're going. But if you think you're constantly going to move in the right direction, it's not going to happen. So where this comes into play is when you fall off track, or plateau, or your results slow down, okay? Here's what happens with a lot of this stuff. When it's new, when it's shiny, we like to play with the toy, right? I'm here three times a day, I haven't eaten a carb in weeks, bro, it's awesome, you should go to boot camp. And then in five weeks, you kind of have to walk by that person in the office because you know you haven't showed up in three days, you haven't, whatever. So. Again, guys, like this whole thing right here, you have to know what your long game is because there's going to be hiccups, like every week, every day probably for a lot of people. But you have to know, like, you gotta get right back on, just start back over. Get right back on, start back over. Because again, unless your expectation is just 30 days, then it's not gonna matter if you have one little mess up. Because you're gonna have mess ups when you're 50, 60, 75, you're gonna have them in December, you're gonna have them in April, you're gonna have them whatever. Alright? So we can't blame seasons, we can't blame holidays. Pretty soon we're gonna have a lot of parents blaming on their kids being out of school, which makes no sense. Your diet's your diet, their food's their food. You have to bridge that happy medium in between and match up whatever your expectations are with these two things. If you know the summer, your expectation, Marcy, I'm gonna use you as an example. We have kids home for the summer. You know what, I know it's realistic. I'm not going to lose a pound, but my goal is to not have that go of more than two pounds the entire summer. Match the effort to that expectation. If at the end of the summer, Marcy's like, I didn't lose 10 pounds this summer, I'm pissed. Marcy, that's your own shit, you know? So that's where you have to put in line, what's the effort, what's the consistency, and how do we put that all together? Cool so far? Cool. Let's go with nutrition, guys. So. With nutrition, we need to know what our food is before we put it in our body. Once we know what food is, then it makes everything a whole lot easier. Oops, Pardon. Not crabs. I love crabs. Well, that's a protein. It's a protein. All right, so I gave you guys a layup. So we have three different macronutrients. This is where our food comes from. Any bit of food is going to contain some form of one of these three different things. Each food, each item, each macro has a certain amount of calories. I've given it to you already. Fat has nine calories for every single gram. 
All my people have been here for four or five years. You're gonna disappoint me really badly. Four for four. Yeah. How many calories in every single gram of protein from now and forever? Four. You're positive. Ian, I know you pay attention. I'm worried about Leslie. I'm worried about a few others back there. Ashley, how many calories in every gram of protein? Four. How many in every single carb? Four. Cool. You know that. So, if we have, can you throw the magic eraser up here whenever you get a chance? So if you have 100 calories, is it good or bad? Depends on what it is. Oh, it depends on what? It depends on what it is. What is actually food? So my favorite word when everybody messages me for what to eat or is this good for me? Not the diaper, but it depends. So it depends on what it is, okay? So the whole idea is like it depends on what you're putting in. 100 calories of protein is going to be different in your body than 100 calories of things. 100 calories of actual carbohydrates. So the whole idea is like you need to know your foods. It's not about the calories. It's about when you flip the label over, there's two spots that you need to look. You need to look at what the actual like nutrition facts label says, because that's required by the FDA, so it's gotta be accurate or close to. And then what's the other thing you gotta look at? On the back of the label? The ingredients. The ingredients, why? Sugar. Sneaky stuff? Who said that? Sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. What's that? Sugar and chemicals. Okay, so let's look at this. We have a fruit salad. has 100 calories. What does the label say on it for how much carbs? And what does the label say for how much sugar? Is it real It's real fruit. It's cut up. It's Publix. You watch the guy cut it and peel and everything. It's 100 calories. It's right there. What does the label say? How much fat? Zero. 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 How much protein? Zero. How many carbs? A whole bunch. A lot. 40. Not a whole bunch. At least 40. No. 100 divided by 4, it's got 25. No more, no less. So it's 25 carbs. How much is that in sugar? Almost 25. 21, 22, 23, 24. It's sugar, okay? Now, we take animal crackers. We have 100 calories. Which means that's how many carbs? 25. 25. Are these the same 25 carbs? No. no. But the fruit is sugar. That's animal crackers. Are Sugar's bad, right? No. Okay. Your body's going to see things differently. So again, it depends. It doesn't have to be just the label and seeing that it says sugar under the carbohydrates. Then you go down to ingredients. Is anything else added to it? Is the word sugar listed anywhere on there? Is the word syrup listed anywhere on there? Is hydrogenated, is modified, is whatever other words that are those key words now, is it on there? If not, then it's natural, it's healthy, it's good for you, okay? So you always can't treat calories the same, you always can't treat carbs the same. Like you have to treat it independently of what you are eating at that time, and you just need to be an educated consumer, okay? So when we look at carbs, we have four calories for every single gram. When we look at protein, we have four calories for every single gram. It looks like it should be the same, but they do, do, they do two different things. The doo -doo. The doo -doo. <laughs> so, where does the protein come from, first of all? Animals. Animals, I like that. What's our slogan we use? If it if it if it swam, or from those sources. Okay, where do our cars come from? What do we say? I like what you're saying. All right, Leslie, you've been here for like 13 of these. Have I ever said fruit? 
No, what do I say? Rice. Same order. Yeah. Take protein after a workout. Rebuild. Stephanie raised her hand. Go ahead. It helps you. We're not polite here. Rehabilitate or rehabilitate. The word's right there. Love it. Repair, recover, replenish, whatever you want to use for those. So when you're working out, you're breaking down all these like tissues. Everything, living organism, whatever in your body is fueled by protein. When you put it back in your system after a workout, your body is hungry, craving it, ready, wants to take it in. You can throw in a bunch of fat, or you can put in a bunch of really healthy lean stuff. Do you want to look like the filet, or do you want to look like the pot roast? You pick your call. Oh, do your protein shake. All right. Guys, I, I have no financial benefit from it. I have nothing other than you guys are going to look freaking good, and you're going to make me look good. Like, just do it. It's okay, all right? We're just rewarding the good things. Repair. Yeah, I'm not selling you push form, isogenics, all the other things that are multi-level like us. I'm just telling you, go find whatever you like. I don't care where it's from, what it does, who you buy it from. Wait. If it's black market, if it's from a guy in an alley, like it doesn't matter. Like just buy something that you like that you will drink consistently and regularly. Yeah, I don't know if we want it to be mixed with cocaine. Let's let's bypass that. You would probably would lose weight, yes. We could probably do some different things, but yeah. No, we're not even going So build muscle repair. So what do the carbs do then? Energy and happy. Two things. Carbs make you happy as hell. And they give you energy. That's why I love great Yeah. What else do carbs do about an hour to an hour and a half after you eat them? Right. They make you sad. Because <laughs> you want more. Right? So the whole thing is, protein lasts in your system a long time. Fat lasts in your system a long time. Carbs are on-demand energy. Okay? So you have your favorite TV show. Do we get a phone call again? Oh. So you have your favorite TV show. You can either watch it and watch it with commercials. Or you can watch it like an infomercial in between, or you can go on demand and fast forward through commercials. Those are quick. All right? So your carbs are on demand. You can't say, oh, I got a 5K in the morning, so I'm going to eat pizza tonight, pasta. No, like it's gone. You've already started as fat. You slept overnight. Then you woke up the next morning. That's when you need to eat it. Okay? So it's on demand, on demand. So your carbs are quick. Your protein is going to last in your system and keep flowing until it needs it. And your fats are basically going to do the same exact thing. 
The difference though between proteins and fats, one, is this has double the amount of energy, but it also takes double the amount of time or more to break down, okay? So while we look at this nine, it's like, oh my God, it's twice as bad than protein. It's really not. It just means it has double the amount of energy and it's gonna break down even slower, okay? So when you get energy from carbs, if you need something where you're going to be active, you're going to be productive, like you are moving and going, that's when you do carbs. So if your work schedule early in the day from 11 o'clock to say 1 o'clock is active, well then your breakfast and your 10 a.m. snack should have some fruits. It should maybe have oatmeal, do grits, do toast, do whatever you like, but it should have some carbs and then protein to help sustain it. If you are a bump on a log and you are in IT and you're just sitting there all day and typing on a computer, or you're like Christina and I, that we spend the first seven hours of our day like this, I don't eat any carbs. My carbs, my purse are on the way here at 345 or whatever time I'm on my way here. All right? There's no reason. I'm not being active. I wake up like this. Like, I don't need any extra carbs for energy. Like, my wife hates me in the morning. So, like, you only need it on demand. Okay? When I'm trying to burn more, that means I need even less. If I can still function on this without carbs coming here, then you do it. Okay? So your carbs are on-demand energy when you need it. Alright? When we get into fats, where do fats come from? Nuts. What else? What? Oil. I like that. Sorry, this is so quiet, guys. What else? Seeds. Good answer. I heard that in the back. Animal meats? Yep, got it. You guys killed it. <laughs> cool. So, animal meats has fat, right? So is that bad fat? Uh, yeah. It could be. My doctor tells me. <laughs> what did you say, Carrie Ann? I didn't say it. No way. Wow, I like it. Okay. That's, that's new Belinda. That's new Belinda. Yeah, Belinda's giving us a good answer tonight. So, it depends. So, like animal fats. You are now eating two baked potatoes, you're eating a filet, then you also then throw in, let's see, Caesar salad, and then you get some fried uh, cheese sticks, like, oh. then it's too much fat, okay? So, but if you're having eggs and you have the yolk with it, and you have no other fat in your meal, then it's okay to have the yolk and it's okay to have the fat. It has like 70% of the nutrition in the yolk anyway. If you're having, uh, ribeye because it has more fat, but you're having vegetables and salad and something along with that, and there's no other extra fats or whatever. Is it okay? Sure. All right. So it depends. Like it doesn't. There should be no food that's off limits if you really like it. All right. The only reason why you're doing it. <laughs> see, you make that face and then you call the attention on you. Leslie likes her Magnum bars. We know. So there should be no food off limits unless you are personally setting those boundaries because effort, consistency, to try and get the expectations to get the outcome, all right? So if Leslie wants to see results quicker, then she's gonna make sure she's not overloading on fat in the meal. She's gonna make sure she's not eating carbs when she's not active, okay? And she's not eating Magnum bars every day. And she's not eating Magnum bars, she's done great. Yeah. But, doesn't mean you can't have it. It could be something where I know Saturday night that if I eat, <laughs> say, eat five meals a day or three meals, two snacks or whatever it is, and I have 35 meals in a week, if I have at least 32 good ones, I'm going to reward myself with a cheat meal, and I know that maybe I slipped a little bit on a meal here and there, but that's pretty cool. Do your math, guys, for especially teachers. Divide 32 by 35, it's like a 91% or something, like you got an A, right? Divide it out. You have 27 good meals out of those 35, you're at that bottom line of a B. If you get a C, it might equal degrees and everything else in school, but it does not equal weight loss, okay? 
So you can't be like 80% or lower. You have to actually keep yourself accountable with that. Bless you. The more results you want to see, the higher that grade point average needs to be. Okay? My second note on here, semi-truck analogy. Semi-truck analogy? Semi-truck analogy? Okay. Analogy. So, if you are at a light, and some of you heard me say it's four, and you're behind, let's say, a Porsche, and you're behind a semi-truck, who do you want to be behind at that light? Okay, why? What happens to the truck? Does it use more gas in the beginning, or does it use more gas as it gets filled? In the beginning. Okay? How much effort is required by the engine? More in the beginning, or more as it gets down the road? Okay. See the dumb analogy I just created for you guys? Like, yeah. guys, I'm not calling you all semi trucks in a weight loss group here, but I'm all calling a semi trucks, right? It's a good analogy. So we're driving, we gotta really put that pedal to the metal. So again, if your expectation is 30 days, you gotta put that pedal down hard and shift gears every single time, every week. You need to be adding something new of difficulty or a different type of diet, or not diet, but um, restricting some sort of like uh, nutritional faux pas, if you want to call it that way. You need to add your finishers, you need to add an extra day. So if like you're trying to do this in 30 days, you better hit every gear quick. But if you're trying to do this in 60 days or 90 days or whatever, well then you can coast and you can use a little bit less gas. Because that's the next analogy. When you're actually going to a stoplight, and then you have to go again and you floor it, and then you hit again a stop, and then you floor it, like you're using more gas. You're going to burn out a lot quicker than somebody else who's just kind of puttering along. But also that person that's puttering along is gonna get very, very slow results. So you have to find like your in-between, okay? So when we get to this nutrition component here, protein should be at all your meals. It's your lifeblood, it's what everything living inside your body fuels off of. Does it have to be steak or chicken or eggs at every single meal? No. There's protein in a lot of different things. You can have your yogurts, you can have your cottage cheese. I like beef jerky. There's all sorts of things you can do. On my way here, I did a little lunch meat roll up with cheese. So I had my, or I'm sorry, my fats and my protein because I knew I wouldn't eat till probably nine o'clock. So you put all your different things in there with that, and then where you plug in all the different holes is, am I active in the next two to three hours? Yes, no. Yes, I'm having carbs. No, I'm having fats. Next meal, you come to your snack time at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Am I gonna be active in the next two to three hours? Yes, no. Fats, carbs, go to the next. And you just keep working that the rest of your day. It should be a no-brainer at that point when you start making conditions, and think of it like when you're bowling. When you have the beginner's bowling, what do they put on the sides? Guardrails. You might hit those real hard, and you might really, really want it, but you're not going to get past those guardrails. So that's your question every single time. It comes to seven o'clock, you might really, really want those carbs, but am I gonna be active in the next two to three hours or not? Those of you that are gonna be active for two to three hours, but, get but for everybody else that's married and whatever, that's not going to happen. So, <laughs> so you take your carbs away at dinner time, all right? Now, what if we get hungry? Fats. What else if we get hungry? Water. Water. What else if we get hungry? Vegetables. What else if we get hungry? Fasting. What? Fasting. Fasting. Hey, that actually that kind of does work. What else? Water. He said water. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get busy. Fiber. Get busy. That's one good. Yeah, I guess too. Get busy. Fiber. What else? Protein, what else? Anything but the carbs you're craving right now, guys, because I promise there's results on the other side of it. All right? Guys, if you think you're the only one with cravings, you're wrong. If you think you're the only one that's missing out on their breakfast or something right now this week, like, it's okay. All right? My third note is you're special, 
but you're not that special, all right? We are all going through the same things. I love that. I told you, Ashley, to get a great response. My meeting, just, where is Kathleen? That's the first thing I said to her. I'm like, Kathleen, you're special, but you're not that special. We deal with this to everybody. So guys, when you're looking at this, like, you might think you're the only one missing your car. You might think, guys, we're all going through this together. So where I wasn't planning on finishing this today is what Becky Zizzo said. What you are feeling, put it out there, all right? There's, I keep nothing in here. Like whatever's, in, oh, I'm pretty proud of it. Whatever's in here pretty much comes out. Like there's not really a filter. So many of you keep your problems inside and you feel like you're isolated, you're alone, and you're suffering. If you just put it out there, first of all, just talking about something always makes you feel better. But then if you can hear what Leslie has done to overcome her three Magnum Bar Night addiction, I mean, is that really about what it is? Yeah. Yeah. What? What? I mean, so if you can hear what Leslie's done, if you can hear what Kathleen's done, if you can hear what Mary's done, like that helps you. Hearing me talk up here, I can talk for hours. It's not gonna help you diet better, eat better, live better, or any of that, all right? You guys help each other, all right? So you're special for And so many people incorporate the cabin as a substitute of like the ice cream. I know so many people do like the Cool no. Whip instead. So like there's other things that like people do that like you would never might even think of and then you're like, oh yeah, that makes so much sense. And Why did like, I think of that? Yeah. 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 It's, um. Heather, it, I will, I promise, stop talking in the next like 30 seconds. So Heather Polson last night had the same thing. She doesn't, she can't really eat protein throughout her work day and some of those things. So we talked about doing like lunch meat roll-ups with either lettuce or with cheese. We talked about doing pre-made uh, boats of celery with like the buffalo chicken dip from Publix. Uh, we talked about beef jerky. We talked about pre-cutting up one protein bars into like eight little bites and putting them in a Ziploc bag so it's just like a reach and eat. Um, Heather, if you're on there, tell me what the other one was. Anyway, we give five quick things that are just easy, but it was something she hadn't even thought of, you know? So it's like something like Marcy might have something genius that we haven't thought of. Christina might have something that's genius that we haven't thought of. So that's where you need to ask for help and stuff like that. I will open up the Q&A, guys. Let's do that.